This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 433, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, December the 7th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman, and this is episode 433 as we take a look at some of the selected releases from the week of Wednesday, December the 7th. Uh, this episode coming to you on the 14th, so before we can look at new comics coming out December 14th, we have to take one last look backwards at last week. Uh, I don't know what happened last week, though. Uh, there was actually a fair number of comics that came out. Most of them, it felt like, were DC, not as many Marvel releases, although there were, there were a few notable ones, but for some reason, I only appear to have read like three books so it's gonna be a very short episode even for me um some of the books i will not be talking about because i sadly am behind and haven't read them yet include aquaman batman cyborg uh death of hawkman flintstones green arrow sorry green arrow green lanterns uh, harley quinn justice league uh nightwing superman see a lot of dc um uh, only Wolverine, Avengers, Deadpool, Moon Knight, Scarlet Witch, Slapstick, Spider-Man 2099, Star Wars, Dr. Aphra, and she gets her own book now that Doc, uh, Darth Vader has ended, and uh, which is a little a bit of a shame um, because the way that she kind of went out of that felt so, like, so haunting, and then she survived, and it was like, oh, I was a little bit cheapened because uh, it was so awesome when it happened, like, dark and depressing, but very good. Uh, and then we have Unworthy Thor number two. So what did I get a chance to read? Well, not much, apparently. Uh, first up, we have Champions number three. Uh, this is by Mark Waite and Humberto Ramos. I'm really enjoying the way that this team is being written. Um, it, they feel like they're kids. They feel like they have something to prove, a chip on the shoulder. Um, the characters feel very natural. Uh, it's Amadeus Cho seems to, and Cyclops for that matter, and even Viv, have really seemed to kind of meld in nicely with this trifecta that we've had for the last year or so with uh, Miles Morales, Sam Alexander, and Kamala Khan. Um, we pick up right where we left off for the most part with uh, Amadeus Cho and uh, Viv making out, which was definitely kind of a bit of a surprise last issue, and I like where they went here, where Viv is totally dispassionate, and uh, Amadeus is just kind of trying to not let it bother him. Um, some really interesting stuff here is you see them trying to do good and be good and protect people and um, you know rescue people from those who would hurt them. Um, and interesting kind of ending as well. Uh, definitely kind of interesting to see what will come from this. Thus far, I'm super impressed. This book has been super solid, uh, really enjoyable, great characterization. Uh, it feels like a, a team, like a teen team book. Um, you know, it, again, they have something to prove. There's something about them. I don't necessarily like the name that they're called the champions, but I get it. The, the idea that they're championing causes, etc., as opposed to just avenging people. Um, I do like it. It, it. it feels more like a New Warriors book in a lot of ways, but without uh, kind of some of the angst that's sometimes implied there, although there's definitely some angst here as well. Uh, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. This is really good. Ramos's art works for these characters. It works for the kinetic atmosphere of this story and these characters and how they jive. Um, really, really enjoying it so far. Three, uh, sorry, 8 out of 10 for issue number 3. Uh, next up is Clone Conspiracy number 3. Oh, that's the big one, isn't it? Uh, it's written by Dan Slott, artwork by Jim Chung. Uh, not a lot in a lot of ways kind of happens here. Like, we got a lot of kind of touch points where we check in with Peter and uh, Gwen from Earth 65. We have um, Captain Stacy and the kind of resurrected villains trying to figure out what's going on and uh, fanning out and trying to find uh, where, you know, Spider Man and the false Gwen, as far as Captain Stacy is concerned, have gone off to. Then we check in with Horizon University as we have uh, the Gwen Stacy. Uh, 
clone, not clone, whatever you want to call her, and the Horizon University kind of gang um, getting some assistance from uh, from Kane. Uh, They try to call in the police, uh, finding out that, not realizing that the conspiracy is a lot deeper than they realized. Um, There's there's kind of a, there's both a lot of moving parts and not a moving part, not a lot of moving parts all at the same time. I don't know. The, the artwork is gorgeous. I love Jim Chung's artwork. It feels very inspired. But there's just a lot of stuff kind of happening, but also not happening at the same time. And it's really all built around the you know final few pages where we have the Jackal and Spider-Man have a bit of a throwdown, and suddenly it becomes very clear that you know the the abilities that the Jackal has are not what Spider-Man expects. Although really. Jackal's been so genetically enhanced over the years that how does Spider-Man even know what he can really expect from the Jackal? But it turns out that the Jackal turns out takes off his Anubis mask, and it's none other ben, than Ben Riley. Um, and that brings up a lot of questions, doesn't it? And the idea that, you know, first of all, he's not blonde, and I kind of wish that he was blonde, just because that was always kind of how you knew it was Ben. Um, and he's like, oh, we're, we should bring back Uncle Ben. And I don't know, it just... Part of this doesn't work for me because I feel like in the uh, other Amazing Spider-Man stories that we've had and the other universes, it, was, it felt like it was very clear that it was that it was uh, Miles Warren and not necessarily Ben Riley behind everything that eventually brought the Carrion Plague around. So I don't know. I just I feel very skeptical. I know that my brother-in-law Paul was like, "Yeah, Ben Riley, woo! I hope so. I hope he survives the storyline." And the way I look at it is that. Yeah, and it bugs me because you have interviews where Dan Slott's saying, you know, be careful, careful what you wish for. And I feel like that's basically him saying people have wanted Ben Riley back for so long. I'm going to give it to them, but not the way they wanted. And I'm going to kind of fuck with them a little. And I don't appreciate that as a fan because I don't know how you twist Ben Riley to the point where he gets here. Um, where he becomes a kind of – especially the way they've been writing the Jackal uh, that – or the character that we were assuming was the Jackal. Uh, that it just feels very out of character and – it's a giant heel turn, and it doesn't answer the question of who brought back Ben, brought back ben Riley in the first place with the new U technology. Uh, the storyline, at, at, again, at times feels like there's a lot going on, but then you realize, in some ways, not a lot's going on at all. Uh, there's some interesting concepts here with, you know, the King thing kind of trying to help um, Spider-Man, but I felt like they could have gone in a different direction with there, or it could have been, you know, Spider-Man and King, uh, the Kingpin kind of teaming up. Instead, we kind of have just to keep in kind of shepherding information and giving it to Spider-Man. I don't know. Some of that didn't quite ring true to me. The artwork's great. The story eh, remains to be seen. We have, what, two more issues left. We'll see where they go. I just feel like characterization has not necessarily been a strong point of the storyline thus far. So I'm going to give it a six. And last but definitely not least is uh, the new issue of Nova. This is Nova number uh, number one. Uh, I like this more than I was expecting to. Um has some good moments. It's uh, Sam Alexander's new book, uh, although it's really just as much about the return of Richard Ryder. It's written by Jeff Loveness and Ramon Perez with Ramon Perez in art. Um, the idea of, you know, Richard Ryder kind of coming back and not really understanding all of it and how he's back and even understanding what Sam Alexander is and has been doing is kind of interesting. Uh, the check-in we get with Sam I thought was actually really interesting and enjoyable. Um... Just because I, I like how they kind of that like he's this this kid who is a superhero, and um, I just kind of dig how that's done. Uh, the artwork I thought was a great sensibility to it, and uh, I'm really excited to kind of see where we go from here and uh, what's really going on with 
Nova as well because the last few pages especially definitely looks a little bit messed up. Um, enjoyable. I like this. Enjoyed it. Um, interested to read more. I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. And apparently that's all I read this week. Um, if we look forward to comics that came out November, sorry, December 14th, or the day I'm recording this, uh, that we'll be talking about in our next week's episode, uh, some of the highlights um, come, include Action Comics, uh, Background, The Birds of Prey, uh, Batman Hardcover Volume 10, Epilogue, and then the fine line, trade paperback, Bloom. Uh, we have the uh, Death, new issues of Deathstroke, Detective Comics, Flash, uh, Gotham Academy's Second Semester, Martian Manhunter, the trade paperback volume two, The Red Rising, uh, new issues of New Superman, Raven, uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws, uh, Scooby-Doo Apocalypse, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You, Suicide Squad, Supergirl, Superman, or maybe that's just a second printing, a uh, new issue of Superwoman, which I'm really enjoying, a uh, new issue of Wonder Woman, uh, over at IDW, the Optimus Prime number one, uh, as well as Uncle Scrooge 21, uh, as well as uh, Mickey and Donald Christmas Parade number two. Uh, over at Image, you've got East of West uh, shirts coming out, a uh, new issue of Reborn, uh, as well as new series Rockstars. And then over at Marvel, you have all new X-Men, Amazing Spider-Man, Renew Your Vows, number two, Daredevil, uh, Deadpool, Back in Black, ending that series, Doctor Strange, Punisher, uh, miniseries called Magic Bullets. Uh, we got Fool Killer, number two, the launch of IVX, which I've already read and I actually really liked it. Uh, Hawkeye, number one, is part of the now launch. Uh, Jessica Jones, number three, Mosaic, number three, a uh, new issue, sorry, new trade paperback of Miss Marvel, which is uh, volume six, Civil War two tie-in. Uh, we've got the Punisher Max trade paperback complete collection, volume four, uh, Star Wars Podamer number nine, Total Awesome Hulk 13, Uncanny Avengers 17. Um, we have uh, Web Warriors volume two trade paperback, as well as the X-Men Inferno crossover trade paperback and a new printing of X-Men Executioner's Song. So thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, our next episode, uh, 440, sorry, 434, will be our spotlight on Star Wars, I guess Rogue One, a Star Wars story. I don't even know what the actual full title is supposed to be. Um, 436, which will be coming, I guess, the day before uh, Christmas Eve on the 23rd, uh, will be our conversation with Fred Van Lente. I got to talk to him a couple weeks ago, and it was a really enjoyable conversation talking about his career in comics. Uh, I got to talk to him about uh, Modox 11, which I was super thrilled to be able to talk to him about. And then uh, we're coming into the new year. I'm hoping that in January uh, I'll be sitting down with, again, this is hoping on the schedule, that I'll be sitting down with uh, guests of the show in the past, uh, Paul Scores and Nathan Strzok, to talk about the Age of Apocalypse. We've been meaning forever to do an event recap episode uh, slash flashback episode, kind of looking back at the Age of Apocalypse event. We might uh, split it up into three episodes at this point. That's what I think is going to happen. So uh, that's something to look forward to as well. Uh, thanks again for listening. You can email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com, like the show on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.